pod. A pod. Thanks for watching the home shopping network. I looked at you the whole time. Fuck. We uh, just sold the last of our fur-lined slippers, and now we'll move on to football and other F-words. You're not, you're not energetic enough for the for the shopping network. They're always like, the whatever they have on the screen is the most awesome thing you've ever seen. And after you've been watching it for 15 minutes, you start to believe it. You're like, I really do need a two-carat diamond ring, and I'm a single man. Well, listen, if it was that girl <laughs> from... my uh, wallet? Uh, Shark Tank. <laughs> What's her name? Which one? The blonde? Lori? Yeah, Lori. I'd oh, buy anything from I, Lori. I would. I'd bu- Lori could be s- selling me like a... Timeshare? <laughs> in a third world, like, Congolese dictatorship, just fucking war zone. I'd be like, absolutely, Lori. I'll take two. Yeah. <laughs> does this I'll mean take the whole village. Does this mean you're coming to hang out? No? Yeah. No? Okay. Well, I'm coming to hang out. I'm Internet Key. Oh. And welcome to the N... F, F, F. L edition of football and other F words. And uh, today on the NFL edition, we'll be talking about NFL news. And we will also get into teams that we are, uh, that we think are going to be the most dangerous and least dangerous uh, in the playoff picture. So, as is tradition, joined by some hooligans. Got a couple of them right here. I've got, uh, I got Zebo. How you doing, Zebo? Uh, Chad just left. I feel like we really need a fourth at the table. I really, I really wish Big Mike cared about this podcast. (laughs) He doesn't. He doesn't care. He doesn't, and he's missing. He's missing. We we have not. Oh no, there he is. You see him? We'll post a picture up. Yeah, we've got a picture of Mike. I didn't know that was his skeleton. This is this is is what we've done to Mike for not showing up to the podcast. Um, And uh, of course, we have uh, Mr. Lebowski over here. How are you doing, Mr. Lebowski? Oh, hello. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yes, I was doing. Yes. Um, I'm okay. <laughs> and that's it? Yeah. Cool. I just bought a diamond ring off of the uh, Home Shopping <laughs> Network, and I'm regretting my purchase. Was it a BOGO? Lori talked me into it. Was it a BOGO? And yeah, it was. I got nice. two. Nice. That's going to be good, because you can always And it's just... not even buy one, get one free. It's like buy one, get one half off. So now I've got to propose to somebody, <laughs> break that off. Can't use the same ring twice, right? Then I'm going after You definitely else. can't wear the same ring twice on at the same time. Can you? you know what I'm is saying? that that's fucked up, right? That's okay, so like if I, I propose to Karen, Karen yeah. says yes and then says no like two weeks later. Can I use that ring on Katie? Yes. Oh yeah. Katie as would long never as know, they especially don't know in like each other. Week, she'll never know. In the days of Snapchat and Instagram, you don't think that photo's gonna get out there? Man, is, is this, this the same fucking ring that you gave to Karen? Listen, just that's true. She might blow your she, shit up. No, Listen, she'll know it. Use a Thank blood. God I got two of those on the home if, shopping network. If you use a blood diamond, <laughs> nobody will ever post it on. They're Instagram. all blood diamonds. <gasps> da Beers is a fucking conspiracy. Well, there goes another sponsor. Da yeah. Beers. Uh, is that not how that goes? Yeah, is that, that, how is that exactly goes? how it does. It's just, we, a bunch of, it's just a bunch of women with mustaches talking about the bears. What are we, bears. three minutes and 24 seconds into this podcast, and it's already all the rails? Yeah. Already. Now, that's the classic NFL podcast. Right. That's how it goes. The NFL. FFF. FFF. That's what he said today. The failing NFL edition, as they call it. Yeah. Well, let's get right into it. Let's get into some NFL news. Um. So much to get to. There's, a lot there's happened. A lot. A lot so, happened. Uh, there's something that, that I think Zebo wanted to talk about. The NFL South coach, uh, who do you think is going to get fired first? Dan Quinn or Ron, Riverboat Ron Rivera? I would never have thought that Dan Quinn was going to be on the chopping block. And you brought it up, I believe, Keith, a couple weeks yeah. ago. And I was like, no way. I mean, they're going to go Dan Quinn at least one more year. And then I see what happened in Green Bay, and I'm like, 
Yeah. It's not a long leash these good. days. And and then then Ron is on a four or five game losing streak, and I'm like, yeah, he's definitely gotta go. I think I think Ron's thing is he's like Jeff Fisher. He's been there for a while. Mm-hmm. He went to the Super Bowl. He lost. He's a don't do what we did. Kind of yeah. Don't do what we did and keep him for forever. Let's let's hire the coach to hopefully get Cam Newton to the next next level. Do you think that's Norv Turner? No. No, no, no Turner is a great offensive coordinator, though. Yep. He's not a head coach. I, he's like Wade Phillips. Mm-hmm. They're they're just destined for coordinatorship. For and that's their, that's their fine. Yeah, it's that's fine. That's a fine. great job. I yeah. would love that job. Dan Quinn, I think you know he's a good head coach. Uh, I think that they've got just riddled with injuries all the way through. But I do not know if this uh, this town and this in this day and age if he's going to get one more year. Let me I'm ask you this. Sure. Let me ask you this. I think that I think that Rivera is going to take the fall for if this year doesn't go well. Well, shouldn't he? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think Dan Quinn can buy himself another year if he fires Sarkeesian. And I think his hope is for him not going ahead and firing Sarkeesian is that someone's going to hire Sarkeesian. And I'm going to throw a team out there that's going to hire Sarkeesian. Who? The University of Tennessee Volunteers is going <laughs> to hire Steve Sarkeesian. <laughs> You've heard it here first. In fact, I've My seen word. many. I've seen many UT fans clamor for Steve Sarkeesian. Really? Clamor? Yeah. I kind of well, feel like I have nothing to back this up, but I feel like the blowback from the Sarkeesian hire, quote unquote, will be Greg Schiano esque. You think? I no, do. No, no I no, think. No. I, I think Tennessee fans will go fucking ape shit over. It, but he's an NFL coach. He's been obviously rehabilitated. He's gone through the Nick okay. Saban ten step yeah. program. Maybe, maybe yes. I should say okay. Maybe I should say it wouldn't quite be that bad. But I do think. I think there will be blowback. I yeah. think there will be blowback. I think you'll yeah. have an irrational fan base that's going to get irrational but he's been there as should if i'm not mistaken he's been there when pruitt was defensive coordinator so they have come and gone i really think that Sarkis he's just i think the the plan is in the building we're not gonna fire him mm-hmm. we're gonna let him leave on his own how long for Sarkis to set up his own bar again in the, <laughs> in the, in the coach's office my word. Uh, but I think Ron is going to be the, the more likely yeah. of the two to get fired. Yeah, I'd say Ron. Ron's first out the door, if I had to guess. He's just stale. It's not that he's bad. He's just stale. He needs something fresh. Um, did the Browns stumble upon a match made in heaven when they got rid of Hugh Jackson and ended up with Greg Williams and Baker Mayfield? I mean, the difference is light and day. <laughs> Greg fucking Williams is light and day <laughs> from Hugh Jackson. I cannot believe it. Yeah. He looks like Ken Kratz in season two of <laughs> Making a Murderer, and if no, I can. If nobody's made that uh, comparison, you go look at a press conference of Greg Williams where he's staring down, and I looked at it and go, "That motherfucker looks like Ken Kratz in season two." Ken Kratz, though, yeah, yeah, not Kratz, yeah. Ken Kratz. Yeah. He's got no neck and just the little mustache. Yeah, now. that that's season two. Oh my god. Yeah, but he looks like him, but they're. They're disciplined. Mm. Like, this looks like a team that loves playing football. They're successful. Greg, I, I don't get it. Yeah. I You would not have expected this from a Greg Williams team. And Baker Mayfield, well, I don't want to say that, you know, to disregard Saquon, because I know it seems like I'm trying to play keep away with Saquon Barkley as Offensive Rookie of the Year. Sure. Are you? <laughs> Baker Mayfield? No, well, he's not had that year. year. 
He hasn't. I mean, no. look. Uh, was it? Uh, he's had four or five wins, and they're still in playoff contention. No, the me, Browns. I will. I'm actually. I'm actually going to take Zach's side on yeah. this one. Offensive rookie of the year, simply because look what he has done almost single-handedly to resurrect the Browns from the absolute fucking dregs of the NFL. Yeah. Are we sure that Baker Mayfield and Greg Williams did this, or are we just sure that getting rid of Hugh Jackson wasn't the, I the think, greatest he thing he won that his ever first happened. game Hugh, under Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson, no doubt, was a disaster. But he had no choice at some point to put Baker Mayfield out there. And Baker Mayfield, just the fucking energy that he brings to that team, watching him throw a fucking dime 60 yards, it goes for a touchdown, and then he sprints down the yeah. field to the end zone to congratulate his teammates. I absolutely would be willing to make the argument that he he's a definite contender for I mean for rookie of the yeah. year. Did you see the Statue of Liberty play sale that he did this past weekend? It was it was epic. I mean, it really looked like that he threw it and then he just slipped it to Nick Chubb and it you know went Okay, for- let, let me let me say this. Going back to what we briefly discussed with Chad about what, what are some of the worst places you could get drafted from. Like what you're sitting at the table during the NFL draft, you're, you're Keith, mm-hmm. and you're sitting there thinking, oh, my God, please don't let it be X. Is Cleveland one of those teams that crosses your mind right now? Based off what Baker Mayfield's done. And, yes, I'm completely Before fucking this year, yes. Before yeah. this year, yes. Before, but I'm saying currently. Uh, I would say it's prom. It's definitely a more promising situation. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like just that alone. But I would say the same thing about the Giants. I would say the same thing about the Giants. But it's yeah, all, but, but the Giants but always took, have a way yeah. of turning around. Is what the point I'm trying to make here. Which would which would lead me to say I would rather be on the Giants. Okay, but I'm, not saying, I'm not saying New rather. I'm just saying like yeah. I'm saying Cleveland at this point to me it's completely fucking hyperbole. But the the. Cleveland Browns, to me, are at this point where if you're sitting and you're waiting to be drafted, I don't automatically think Cleveland Browns is one of those that you go, oh, please fucking no. Yeah, I actually I mean, think you you think, yeah, Baker, Baker, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't grimace until I remember that I'm on TV and then try to turn it into a smile. That's a good point. But And then you got to go shake hands with Roger Goodell, yeah. who's going to forget your name 30 seconds later. Right. That's a uh, the, the drafted out Oregon is Marcus Mariotafla. Yes. Excellent job, Roger. But <laughs> I, I I just think that he hasn't had rookie of the year year, but they look very good. And the throw that he made to Landry uh, late in that game, I think, was delectable. I don't know how he made that throw, but it was right on the fucking money. That's the thing is that I, I know that Saquon is he's good in open space. Baker's good, good all the time. I'm just saying Baker should be up there. I mean, they're in playoff condition. There is a scenario where the Browns can make the playoffs. So are the Giants. They have the same record. Yeah, but the Giants is a little bit harder to get to. True, but I don't know. I don't think we're going to settle this. Uh, Steelers are on a three-game losing streak heading into the Patriots and Saints. Real, Real quick. Yes. Greg Williams, though. Buying or selling him as head coach next year of the Browns? I don't know. I don't know. I can't listen. Because you got Freddie like, Kitchens there too. If he stays, Freddie Kitchens stays. I like. Can you keep him and hire another head coach, or is he fucking? I was out? just gonna say. I I don't know how the fuck you do this, but the expensive sounded incredibly stupid. You hire a head coach, but you got to give Greg Williams some sort of whatever the version of a stock option is in an yeah. NFL team, right? He's got to be like. 
defensive coordinator with like I don't know how the fuck you say it. like he's the assistant head coach yeah. or something because right? because from all intents purposes he has turned this team around from Hugh Jackson and he's also all the players apparently love the structure that he provides okay yeah I mean if if you see if they continue to play well even if they don't make the playoffs they continue to play well you interview all the coaches and players you currently have and they all say we love you know G Will, we love him. We can't get enough of the Greg. You think he's called G Willikers? Yeah, we can't get enough of the Greg Executioner. Um, <laughs> let's let's fucking roll it back with him. Let's roll it back with what him. What did you just call him? The Greg Executioner. <laughs> uh, yeah, roll it back. Yeah, but if uh, if you don't get glowing reviews, you know you move on. You I figure can see it out. That. Uh, you send him and his three adorable Pomeranians on their way. Um, so let's talk about the Steelers. Their three-game losing streak headed into uh, intimidating games versus the Patriots and Saints. What happened to the Steelers, dude? Did you, I think I think it's just Mike Tomlin uh, at is this it Mike point, Tomlin or, or is it Ben? Is Ben done? I, I don't know. Maybe Ben's given up, and we're just not realizing it yet. Maybe he's just out there to be out there. I don't know. I I, I have to venture out that. It's probably going to be Tomlin. And I think this is going to be Tomlin's last season really? in, in the Steelers, if I had to guess. Which means between Tomlin, Tomlin Ron Riviera, like we're firing a lot of coaches Dan on this Quinn. podcast. You know, last <laughs> week we said that there were, weren't going to be a lot of coaches in the coaching pool. There is, I think, going to be a lot more head coaches in the coaching pool we, than what we are, think. Are we going to see a lot of shuffling around of the same head coaches? Or are we going to see? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you will, and I think you should, because they're all three respectable and successful head coaches. That yeah, who are in the right situation. Probably maybe. had bad luck, but yeah. Tomlin may be the least likely to get a new jo- job as a head coach just because he's lost this locker room. In my opinion, if Antonio Brown doesn't come out after putting up 35 yards or how many yards he put, and doesn't come out and just lambash this whole coaching scheme i'd be very surprised but did you see the kicker slip yeah that was brutal. oh my god i could not believe it apparently he had two like of the same kind of cleats on when normally one of the cleats is apparently a soccer cleat yeah and he <clears throat> just slipped in and it got fucked up i had a uncle who played in the nfl he wore two different yeah. cleats yeah he also kicked barefoot for a while in college but the two different cleats thing was very... I thought it was strange the first time I saw it, and then when he explained to me, you don't understand, like, when you play in dog shit stadiums like Oakland, yeah, you've got to be able to have grip and traction. Yeah. Well, Makes and, sense, I guess. And it coaching the coaching t- staff is the one that... Big Ben apparently says he came out and said, hey, I'm ready to go in, here I am, and they were like, well, we'll hold off and see what Josh Dobbs does. And I think that it was like punt-punt interception or punt-interception punt or something, and I'm thinking... There's three drives right there where you could have had Big Ben yeah. that could have won you the game. So can we can we take a quick break to where we shit on the Oakland Stadium of facilities for a oh, second? Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. I mean, so the kicker slips on the field because it's a dog shit baseball field. And then Big Ben gets hurt, has to go in and get a shot. And when he tries to get an x-ray, the x-ray machine failed because it's so damn old in the facility. They couldn't accurately figure out which rib was injured. So they're like, fuck it. Give him a shot. We'll figure it out when we get back to our facility. I mean, good God, Oakland. 
Well, like, at least make it look like you're trying. To be fair, this team is leaving. Yeah, they well, they are not going to buy also, you. Also, to new be X-ray fair, they machine. hosted the second worst stadium or team that has the second worst stadium in the league. True. Now that uh, the Rams have moved away from St. Louis. Wait a second. Steelers. The have Steelers the worst. stadium is that bad? It's ba- it's turf bad. Like it's oh. way way bad. But facility wise, I will. I will also right. say, if you're the team, like, why would you not want to have the most up to date equipment? I understand you don't want to pay for it because you're Mark Davis and you got to fly across the country to get your shitty ass haircut. But why are you? Wait, not... Does he really fly yes, across yeah, the country? He does. To yes. to where? I some barber, I Alabama. Some barber who does that atrocity to him. I would look up the article if it wouldn't take me twenty minutes to find it, but. It's not just that he has that haircut on purpose. He flies something to the tune of three to five hundred miles away to get it. Yeah, a couple of times a month. It's guys gonna be fucking kidding me. No, no I'm not. No, this, this is, is 100% honest. Am I getting punked? No, you're not. Getting you're punked. not getting punked. This I will, is 100% I'll find legit. the article. As a matter of fact, for those listening, I'll which I'll, one of I'll you is Dax Shepard in a disguise? <laughs> it's Ashton. If Kutcher. I was, if I was, uh, Dax Shepard was the guy who did all the pranks. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but if yeah, I was right. Dax Shepard, I'd be married to what's her face. Well, yeah, but it doesn't it mean right that now. you're not in disguise. I would admit to it right now. Yeah, he's Dak Shepard. You got us. Like, have you Dang seen it. my wife? Yeah. I've got my hand in the air. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a real shit. For those listening, I, I will tweet it out so that you can read it as well. Not only is that Mark Davis haircut on purpose, he travels an obscene amount of time to go get it. Yeah, but. Even, even traveling five minutes in is, is an obscene amount of no, time. No, it's, he gets on a, he gets on a fucking private jet. <laughs> <laughs> lands at a private airport, transportation takes him to this place to get this haircut. I'm going to fucking look this up. But my whole point was, if you're the, the Oakland Raiders as a franchise, why do you not have the most up-to-date medical equipment? Because Even you're if spending you have, all fucking bad haircuts, obviously. Yeah, well, yeah obviously. But if you, if <laughs> you don't have poor. the most up-to-date like medical equipment, you don't give a shit about your players. That's all yeah. that that's Well, all they that obviously means. don't give a shit about any of their players because they fired Reggie McKenzie, who... Drafted uh, Derek Carr, who drafted Amari Cooper and Khalil Mack, and two of those is not there anymore. And yeah. ultimately, at the end of the day, not to go down this rabbit hole too far, but that's the league's problem. Like, if you're the NFL and you're so committed to player safety fucking bullshit, you're the one who should be going into every single facility at the beginning of the season and saying, yes, 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 Oakland, come here. What the fuck is this x-ray machine? I can solve this. Okay. I can solve this. They're raising the cap by about $10 million next year. If you do not have up-to-date facilities and standards, that money is spent directly into the stadium to upgrade your stadium. There you have it. That sounds reasonable on to the, me. On the F-Words pod. I fucking just did it. You, the F-Words pod. I just did it. He just solved the NFL. Yep. He just solved the NFL. That's what they should do. Thank you for tuning Roger, in this week. Yeah. <laughs> Roger Goodell, because this is going to be the best you're ever going to get. Roger Goodell should say, hey, you don't get that $10 million bump because you can't even have an x-ray that tells you which rib is fucking broken. Right. Because there's a shadow. You're filled You're filled to shit. It's dangerous. We're going to change it. Use money out of the, your salary cap but for let, this year. Let's go back to uh, Let's go back to Reggie McKenzie. Yeah. You were saying... He's ugly. You were, he is not... Yeah, a, I mean, what's with a, people in Oakland man. being ugly? He's not an attractive man. No. But uh, you, you, were, you were upset that he got fired. You I, think I, it was a poor choice. Well, I think if you're relying on someone of John Gruden's tr- draft record to guide you into the future, 
the guy doesn't even believe that play action can help in man coverage. So <laughs> give me a break. Uh, this guy's not going to be able to draft for you. And all the people that all the people that you traded away that netted you first round picks or multiple first round picks, Reggie McKenzie drafted. Yeah, and he also negotiated those deals. Yeah. He, he's going to... He well, got you a first-round pick. He may have negotiated the deals. We don't know. Well, but yeah. But it, it really I, all I would depends. assume that yeah. he was involved and probably made those deals for that first-round pick, which yeah. was a great trade yeah. at the time. Well, um, except for that the people you trade with keep on winning well, and your first-round pick I will keeps say, down. yes, Amari Cooper has performed very well, but at the same time, you got the highest possible price you were going to get for Amari Cooper well, at that, that time. That's right, but what I'm saying is, is that that first-round value, with more wins the Cowboys have, yeah. that first-round value goes down. Sure, right. Um, the Maybe the, a I little guess, more protection. I guess the problem I have is that I don't know if Reggie McKenzie would have been the guy that he may have been forced to make those trades. Yeah. But I think that is the problem with this whole regime and this whole construct thing thing that they have going on is that we all knew when John Gruden, I think when the Khalil Mack trade happened, we all knew that he was gone. Mm -hmm. Reggie McKenzie was gone. I think firing him now just really just shows everybody that you did not respect Reggie McKenzie. Right. And I think that's my problem with Reggie McKenzie firing is that they didn't even give him until the end of the year to – maybe do a graceful mutual right. parting of the way they fired him. And I think that's real shitty. Yeah. Much like a haircut. <laughs> uh, well, let's, uh, let's move on to another firing. Um, good old fashioned Minneapolis. This was classic scapegoat tactics. They fired uh, John DeFilippo. Yeah. The offense coordinator. Who's Only been because they them, can't fire their $84 million quarterback. Right. Who's been with them for, what, 14 weeks now? Yeah. Um, what what the hell is this? is scapegoating, right? Yeah. Well, it's, yes. a, it's the second offensive coordinator that he's fired in three years as head coach in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. Put, that, put that in perspective that Mike Zimmer has fired two of his three offensive coordinators in the middle of the season. Yeah. Who Who's at fault here? I mean, give me a break. Also, who's signing up to be his offensive coordinator next year? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing no is that you better hope that um, – oh, shit, I can't remember the guy that's taken over. It's a weird German name yeah. or Polish name. Yeah, the quarterback uh, coach. I don't yeah. remember his name. Uh, you better hope that he stays on and he works out because I don't know if anybody's going to come work for him. No, Mike that's Zimmer. a good point. I mean, your, your choice at OC next year for the Minnesota Vikings is not going to be – not going to be great because that's going to be the first question you're thinking of is someone from the Vikings organization reaches out to you about OC. You're thinking, what about your boy who got canned 14 weeks into it with your quarterback who can't stop throwing bullshit passes? Yeah. And, and he was good at the beginning of the year. Kirk Cousins was. And these last four games, he's just been utter and complete dog shit. Yeah, Red, t- Red has been alive with shitting on Kirk Cousins this yeah. week. Um, there's been a lot of talk about how his stats are good, but he's a bad quarterback, and he's only beaten teams with losing records and all kinds of stuff like that. And, and that's quite possible. I mean, I can't get into all that. All I know yeah. is that I've seen Kirk Cousins be a good quarterback, and I've seen Kirk Cousins be a bad quarterback. Mm-hmm. That, that's okay. But for them to go ahead and fire one of the best offensive minds that we've seen, or at least we perceive perceive to be, because if you look at Frank Reich and Coach Flip, they both left and look at the the Philadelphia Eagles offense this year. 
Not very good. Yep. You can you can say injuries, injuries, injuries. They still traded for Golden Tate. They probably still have better weapons than they did last year, and they're still not getting it done offensively like they were last year. There's been a lot. Of, and, there's been a lot of weird stuff on and, that offense. But you also got Nick Foles, yeah, who coached Flip was the quarterbacks coach last year. Frank Reich was the uh, offensive coordinator. He went. If you just include the games that he started and the playoff games, he was six and one. That's Nick fucking Foles was six and one last year. They were they were a, he specialized in quarterback coach and red zone offense. And if you look at what they lack right this year, is Carson Wentz does not look MVP level, and you can blame it on the injury all you want, but there is a certain time where. He only turns it up to old Carson Wentz in a quarter or two quarters. Yeah. It's not a full game. He hasn't put together that complete full game yet. And I think that is the injury. But yeah, well, continue. It could be. And then um, you have where Kirk Cousins on fire, but then Adam Thielen is open all over the field last night, and Kirk Cousins is obviously missing it. Yeah. There's only so much he can do. Yeah, right. There was a team a, can't fire, can't cut the eighty-four million dollar fully guaranteed quarterback. Right. There was a clip floating around on social media yeah. today of Thielen right. catching a pass, and he says something. You can get the gist of what he's saying, but it's something to the tune of "should have been all night." Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I feel like that's directed at throw me the fucking ball. Right. Yeah. I mean, if if it should have been all night, that means the play calling was working because he was open all night. No, I listen. I agree. This is. This is not on Del Flippio. This, yeah. He's going to be fine. He'll end up with another OC job and a head coach in the next two years. I mean, it, he may even end I, up as an this uh, is, offensive assistant this, back at the Eagles already. If you're a yeah. Minnesota Vikings fan, this is a cause for serious concern that your head coach is on. <laughs> what is it in, in second and third grade that your report card gets sent, sent home with? That unsatisfactory. Unsatisfactory right? doesn't work well with others. Like, that's, I think that's, like, you've got a serious problem on your hands, Minnesota. Because yeah. now you got a quarterback who turns into bad Jake Delhomme when he feels like it. Especially when your defense plays that good. And your defense is playing that good and your head coach can't get along well with others. Mm. Doesn't sound good. My thing is is that you also should, you know, preach a little bit of patience. Yeah, we we absolutely. as Titans fans have a first time offensive coordinator. How many times have fans screamed for LaFleur to get fired already? Yeah. I think it was Bill Parcells that said, if you start making moves like you're a fan, you'll be sitting with them in the end. Right. And this is quote. what it's kind of looking like, is that this is a fan-oriented move because they feel that their offense is predictable. Yeah. And that is with quotation marks. Because if Adam Thielen is complaining about being open all night, nobody's throwing him the ball, how predictable is your offense? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't... By I don't enjoy the reactionary stuff, especially with a first year uh, yeah. OC, because there is a learning curve. We've you there's know, already seen talks that. inside the building that Zimmer wants to be a smash mouth run first offense. You have two of the best wide receivers in football, exactly, and and then you have Kyle Rudolph so who's you, okay. If you look at where they've gone wrong, is they've moved away from going from the pass first offense, and they became predictable. Mm-hmm. That has to be Zimmer, right? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, that Zimmer has to be him. If the, the reports are out and fans are saying that he wants to be smash mouth 
and that's what it is. Well, there you go. Your hamstring and your offensive coordinator. And this could very well be just him and DeFilippo not agreeing. Yeah. And DeFilippo going, will you let me run my fucking offense? And him going, no, I'm the head coach. Yeah. This is my fucking thing. You can get out. And then DeFilippo going, okay, I'm going to leave then. Yeah. Yeah, it's either it's either Zimmer woke up and decided knee-jerk reaction, you're out. Or this has been something that's been simmering all year and you decided you're out. So yeah. neither way, that's neither one of those options looks appealing if you're a Vikings fan and right. that sounds like a problem. Yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about Joe Philbin and his stupid mistakes? Well, I just want to say it's unbelievable. And I went through every group chat, every Twitter message I could, and I repeated this twice. He has gone through and lost both challenges under two minutes of the game. That's impressive. The first 90 seconds. That's never happened before. I really thought that if he did not win that game, if they lost that game, that he would get fired, and we would actually see the Joe Philbin <laughs> firing one week after Mike McCarthy got fired. Because he, apparently he's never called, and I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound really weird because he was head coach of the Dolphins, and before that he was offense coordinator of the Packers. Yep. He's never called offensive plays in a game for 20 years. Oh, yeah. I guess I swear McCarthy to, was... I swear was, to God I heard that stat, and that is unbelievable that you've been in 20 years mm-hmm. as an offensive-minded coach and never once in those t- last 20 years called a game. That's kind of shocking. That's I, totally who's, shocking. Who's calling, so that was his first game calling plays? Yeah. Oh, wow. In 20 years. Well, that's going to be fun for Packers. <laughs> and, and you... T- Challenge two plays that are Julio Jones acrobatic catches, and I get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's also not the fourth quarter. It's right. not the third quarter. It's the first fucking quarter. Does it really matter? Are these games that you really need to be challenged or plays you really need to be challenging? This, yeah. could, <laughs> this coaching search couldn't wrap up quick enough <laughs> for Packers fans. Right. Um, do you want to talk about Mahomes and the no-look pass, or has that been talked to death it's, already? It's, it's not really the no-look pass. It's just that Mahomes is a god, right? I mean, he may be god. He may be a, a god. But and here, here's the thing. I, I, I'm in group chats with Titans player, or Titans fans and stuff. Anytime someone talks about something that Mahomes does, they're all like, well, Marcus does it. Marcus does it. Okay, Marcus does it. But he doesn't do it like Mahomes does. It's a different level. The no look pass, the the velocity, the cross body uh, all this throws. Stuff. And I all mean, that. I mean, he literally went Buddy the Elf two weeks ago throwing a snowball, and it was what he does is phenomenal. Is there going to be regression on Mahomes? Maybe, probably. You would, your you gut, would assume your your logic says. Yes, there is going to be regression next year. He will not have an amazing year as this year. But let's sit back and enjoy it. That's my point. That's I let's couldn't agree more. Let's sit back and enjoy and not, I, and not say, well, Marcus does this or Aaron Rodgers does that or Dan Marino did that play and Joe Montana did this play. Let's enjoy Patrick Mahomes. Watching Red Zone on Sundays when there's not a Titans game makes you appreciate Patrick Mahomes so much more. <laughs> and he looked like shit and made bad decisions like every quarterback does. But the, the throws he made on some of these these Ravens, beautiful. During the Sunday night, Sunday night game and Monday night game, I spent I was on Twitter reading 
some very old man get off my lawn opinions from people like Pete Prisco from CVS and a couple others I'm forgetting at the moment that were nitpicking and shitting on Patrick Mahomes game about, especially the no look pass, you know, that Kansas city Chiefs fans better enjoy it now because he gets in his second and third season. That's the kind of stuff that's going to get picked off every day and blah, blah, blah. The only thing I want to say is just shut the fuck up because right now, this is something I was talking about with Keith last night is that, as much as I hate the cliche that reporters used to throw out there all the time with Brett Favre was out there playing like a kid, he's throwing the ball over the field. This looks like very much like Brett Favre reincarnated yeah. with just the way he goes out and plays with this kind of zero fucks given. I'm going to throw the ball around and make plays the way I see fit. I think that is phenomenal. And even right. when I, I'd say you give it an 80% chance he's going to regress a little bit next season. Nobody's going to have a season. I say this, I really hope he does the next season, but nobody's going to have a season in their sophomore year that that backs up to what he's doing right now. But at the same time, like, God damn, the way he's playing right now is just unbelievable to watch. It's so Just enjoy fun. it. It's yeah. in front of you. Just enjoy it. You don't have... You don't have to compare people. I know the analysts are comparing people and they're saying nobody's done this or nobody's done that. It doesn't matter if your quarterback is the one that's doing it. Look at the guy doing it right now that does it on a weekly basis who makes some kind of jaw-dropping, unbelievable play. And even the no-look pass wasn't really even his best play of that game. It was the I think it was a fourth down play to Tyreek Hill in the midst of three defenders, which we've seen as Titans fans. Right. It's okay though in this same season to appreciate Patrick yes. Mahomes doing it because it's unbelievable that he did it <clears throat> on the run. Well, as and, well, and I'll I'll even go as far as to sum it up like this: just so we enjoy can football. What, what, just when, enjoy, when did that, that happen? That is exactly yeah, the point when I was just we about to make. Not happen. Enjoy football. This whole sport that we watch is about just sitting back and enjoying it. And we are in the middle of or towards the end of one of the most enjoyable, weird NFL seasons I can remember in several years. Just fucking enjoy it. And enjoy the fact that we are seeing multiple young quarterbacks that are up and coming that are going to bring this league forward. Because it's hard not to think. And, of course, it's stupid to think because you know athletes are going to keep coming forward. But just a couple of years ago, a lot of NFL fans were pissing and moaning and thinking, okay, we're seeing the end of, we just lost Brett Favre. We're seeing the end of Peyton Manning. We're seeing the end of Tom Brady. And quarterback like, play across the league sucks. Yes. Now it's back up and you've got people like Mahomes who are playing out of their fucking mind. Just enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's talk about uh, the miracle in Miami. Um, and I got both calls, so we'll play both calls. Yeah. Oh. Fucking A. I want to hear this. Oh. I was going to play him while you went and pissed. That's nah, okay. Okay. I'll go piss later. I'll, <laughs> oh, I'll... shit. That would have been a great time to have edited and the... You can still do that. Uh, piss. Uh, piss. Damn, do you I still not have the piss button? No, I didn't. I forgot to add it, and nobody so reminded you... me, but I found the clip. I just want to let you all know that Zebo has failed us. I failed. I failed. He failed. Because this would have been the perfect time, because it Lebowski was going to like... I was I definitely going to go, oh, mouth, piss. I got to go piss. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll just play the clips. Okay, so do y'all want to hear the... Dolphins or Patriots clip first? Dolphins I first. want to hear the Dolphins one okay. first. So here's the Dolphins clip. It's uh, Jim, Jimmy Cephalo and Bob Greasy uh, doing this call. New England's got Gronkowski down here. Yeah, Gronkowski uh, standing at about the 15-yard line. He can tackle anybody. I don't know why he's I, back there. I think, well, I know why. Knock they it throw down. it up. They throw it up in the air. He knocked That's it down. It. That's exactly why. Right. Tannehill, last shot. 
Back to throw. They throw it down. They try to pitch it, and they do to Parker. Parker pitches it. And it's Drake. Drake! 30, 20. Drake Pouncey's got a tackle. Oh, oh no way. way. He no got way. in the end zone. No way. The Dolphins win it. Unbelievable. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh. That is unbelievable. I don't believe what I just saw. There are no flags. No flags. And the game is over. Bobby Grease getting animated. Yeah. Well, it was so funny because they were just all dejected. They they were yeah. like, no, this is not going to happen. And, Ryan Tannehill you know, Ryan not, Tannehill. Yeah. And uh, I think his wife is hot. And, and <laughs> here he is about to throw the ball to Devontae Parker. Will he even catch it? And then he's going to lateral it to Kenyon Drake. And then they just go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I love the dejection of, well... Here we go. Yeah. Tannehill's last shot. <laughs> but I like the, I really like the premonition right before that of why the hell is Gronkowski yeah. in the game. Yeah. yeah. Called out on the money. You would never have known. Absolutely. And then, so we got to go with the Patriots one. It's Scott Zolak. I don't know who else calls games with Scott Zolak because Scott Zolak is just the most ridiculous person. Do not think that the clip is over or that I've edited it in any way and you're on a loop. Yeah, we'll let you know when it's we'll done. Let you, we'll yeah. let you know when it's can, done. Can you, can you give me just a second? I want to get my yeah. robe on so I can go bathe in this. Yeah. <laughs> Tannehill for the Dolphins survey. What he sees in front of him, a field of defensive backs and a hawking tight end who stands at the 15-yard line. Tannehill throws down the middle, caught by Stills, laterals back to Butler, or rather Parker, who flips it to... Drake, he runs across the 40 of New England, angling inside oh, to the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, he's going to win the foot race to the end zone, the Dolphins are going to win it on the lateral, once, then twice, and Drake takes it in, and the Patriots stand stunned in disbelief. I don't, I don't know what to say. For the Patriots, it's at how, the it's, end of the first half and at the end of the second half. They left points on the field several times today, including that missed opportunity. All right. I two, mean, there's a amount of silence. Two things. And the oh Jesus. Yeah, the oh Jesus wasn't us. I just yeah. want to be clear on yeah. that part, which is hilarious. That was Scott Zillek, who is the most annoying. Yes. And he loves just like, Brady is a god on this game winning throw and blah, blah, blah. <sighs> The Jeez. oh Jesus! Oh, Every Jesus. fucking Boston sports color commentator is that way. No, just unabashed fans of their team that don't even try to hide but it. But that silence. Oh, that, that silence was deafening. The, yeah. be- that the oh Jesus, and the, I'm, I hope I'm not stealing Keith Thunder here. What was it he said right at the beginning of the clip? That hulking tight end. The hawking. <laughs> the hawking God, tight the end. Fuck. You mean the one that's back there running like he's got to take a shit trying <laughs> to tackle? And, and there's even a moment where he kind of laughs like, 
oh, we got all the defensive backs in the backfield, so there's right. no way they're going to catch it. And he like he's just laughing at it. And yeah. then like you got the other guys, they're like, well, I don't know why Gronkowski's <laughs> out there, but here comes Tanner. Titans fans, <laughs> I, will, I will say this. Just Mike Keith is the best. I was just going to say, compare what you just heard to Mike Keith. Mike Keith, the consummate professional yeah. across the board, to where if – you're not going to hear Mike Keith making jokes about like, good luck getting past this Titans defense. And we got that tight end with the giant dick hanging between his oh, knees, you know, like, Jesus. I mean, it's just, it's, that's a huge dick. It's that's I'm true. sure it's huge. Uh, there's no way he's pulling ass like that. Anyways. Yeah. Well, what are we talking about? But no, you know, it's a consummate professional. Yeah. And the, and the man is going to call the, he's not going to make comments like, good luck getting past this. Yeah. Yeah. Did, so good to hear. Did y'all think it was a little weird that the, uh, play by play guy was, for the Patriots, he he was very excited yeah. during the Dolphins, like when they scored and everything. Like it was a very uplifting. Like that's something that I took away because I feel like if you're a play-by-play guy, shouldn't you be like, "Oh my God, I can't believe it" or something like that? I mean, I, I mean, just thought I it was think, a little weird. I, no, I, I'm actually okay with it because I think one of the things that kind of drives me nuts, and you see this on the national level a lot, when Joe Buck has gotten burned for this, he's gotten a lot better. Is that the you're taking the I don't want to be a fan for the team I'm covering to the point where you almost show no emotion when somebody else on the field does something incredible. Yeah. That was an incredible play. Yeah. I don't yeah. care if you like the Dolphins, hate the Dolphins, or indifferent to the Dolphins. That was remarkable to see. Again, just every commentator listen to make it everything but the Stanford band on the field. I mean, yeah. it was yeah. it was awesome to see. It was a well executed play and it worked and I loved seeing it. I'm yeah. glad he got excited. Yeah. Uh I will say that the the like minute and a half of silence or whatever that was that oh was on the thing. Oh my god, forty five seconds. So I think good. It was still better than Monday Night Football so commentary. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> still better than Bugger and Witten. Oh my god, why couldn't Jason Garrett lure Jason Witten away to come <sighs> play just for the Cowboys? Because the three of them, they they all feel like now that since there's three of them giving color, that they've got to finish their comment. So. That play would be going on. Like if I could like have that moment back where yeah. there's the silence, that would be Booger going, Well, anyways, like I was saying about the Jets the other night. It's just shut up. Just shut up so I can see watch what yeah. I'm watching. Yeah. Well, fellas, we're at forty two minutes already. Well, we got some stuff to go. Do do you wanna charge through this and talk about this other topics? Let's or do, do you it. wanna I mean okay. we're in a groove right now. Right? All right. Uh are we in a groove? I just need to piss. <laughs> we'll go piss. Uh, piss? Uh, uh piss. Keep um, rapid fire me. <laughs> All right, so league talk. League talk. Defense versus offense. Who's going to win you the big one? What do you think? Ravens versus Chiefs. Well, I mean, no, I'm just talking about in general. Do you think defense is going to win you going here on in, or do you think offense is going to win you? Because we've oh, seen the Ravens, Chiefs. Right. We've seen the uh, Rams, Bears, and now we've seen... Uh, Seahawks, Seahawks and Vikings. Vikings. So right. what do you what do you think? I still what, think what offense, you? offense wins the day. You think offense despite is gonna win the, the day. recency. You don't thing. think the one stop that you're going to need is going to come from the defense? No. Here here's what it, I think. Well, it depends on the team, yeah. obviously. But I would rather Bear- have a good offense charging down the field than be the good right. defense trying to stop them. Do you think the let's let's go by the teams that you got? Uh, you got Rams. Are they mm-hmm. built for the long haul? Yes. Okay. You have Ravens. Are they built for the long haul? I struggle with the Ravens. 
I despise Joe Flacco, as I'm sure it's pretty well, evident. Well, I mean, is I mean, Joe Flacco is probably still not going to play. I think Lamar Jackson should make it. Does it's either Lamar Jackson or RG three? Which one? Do, do any of those quarterbacks change your mind about this Ravens team? I I don't I don't think this is a team that's going to win it all, but you yeah, never know. Like we saw with the the Eagles, it's possible that you get a Nick Foles sudden I'm good Nick Foles sprint which could very easily happen with a Lamar Jackson an RG3 or, yeah. or a Joe Flacco yeah. it could happen with either of those all those guys are have shown flashes in the past so okay, so let's say we're not sold on them yeah we're, we're really not yeah I'd say it's 50 50 for them okay so the Bears are you sold that they can go long term they have a phenomenal defense they do uh is Mitch Trubisky enough to be Trent Dilfer and get them into the Super Bowl no I don't think I don't think I, I would agree. I do not think that the Bears can win the Super Bowl with Mitch Trubisky as their quarterback yeah. currently. Currently, this currently, year, this yes. year, I think there is some there's some pot potential there for Mitch, for yeah. Mitchell, um, going forward. But I don't. Think oh it's yeah, this we year. gotta call him Mitchell, right? Right. Oh, you gotta call him Mitchell. It's Mitchell. Do you, please. Th- do you think that the Ravens are for real? Lebowski's back from his piss. Not currently, no. Okay. Uh, is there any of those three quarterbacks that you feel for the Ravens that could make you change your mind? I, I think Lamar's got it. I just don't think it's this year. This year. That's fair. Uh, the Rams, are they made for a bull run? Are the Rams? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they're, now they're, we're, we're talking they're about, the absolute legit fucking unit right now. Because we're talking about defense versus <laughs> offense. Absolute unit. We're talking about defense versus offense in the month of December going to the playoffs. So the ultimate – defensive offensive team is going to be where there's disparities the bears do you think the bears can make it to the super bowl or even possibly win it no i don't either yeah All no right. i i don't i i think the rams i think the rams loss to the bears is a needed loss i'm not saying they lost on purpose by any means i'm saying that's a needed loss by a team that needs to be humbled for them to win a Super Bowl, yeah. they are they're they're the complete fucking team. So I guess the question is, Keith says offense. What do you think? Offense or defense is needed most now going going in. Offense. You asked me that question six years ago. Defense. Right yeah. now, it's offense. The way the league is structured this year specifically, it's offense. I'm gonna have to agree. I I almost want to go defense just because of the recency bias of the Bears' defense's performance against the Rams. Yeah. But that's it's much like when a team beats Nick, Nick Saban. That's not going to happen two times in a row. But even if, like, if you played again in a couple of weeks, Sean McVay is going to mop the floor with the Bears. But even like specifically with the Rams, if you were to look at stats and say hypothetically that the Rams win, you know, 35 to 21, you're thinking they gave up 21 points, but what you may not see is that Aaron Donald single-handedly probably stopped two touchdown drives with this ridiculousness coming around the edge. So that's the kind of thing that really scares me with the Rams is that when when their defensive unit needs to play, they have playmakers specifically in Donald that are scary fucking good. Right. Yeah, that entire defensive line is – Yeah, just sick. Just beyond sick. See, rapid fire. Rapid fire. We got through that. All right, well, uh, riddle me this. You riddle me this. Who do you think among the current teams? We'll go AFC and then FC. Okay. Uh, during the current teams in the playoff picture, who are the most dangerous teams? 
Who are the teams you wouldn't want to face in the playoffs? Okay. AFC, I'm going Colts. You don't want to face the Colts? No. Now, right now, I, I, I can't get off teams after one bad week, and I have a habit of doing that. Yeah. Colts are back. They look dominant. They looked great. Um, NFC, I don't want to face Seahawks at all. Yeah. I think they're a sneaky team to make the Super Bowl, and I'm on this train. I'm on the Pete Carroll train. You got me back. Yeah. I'm here. Um, well, I, I will go next. Okay. I will say out of the AFC, I don't want to face the Chargers. The Chargers scare me. But they had a real hard time with the Bengals. I know it's one week, and I just said, one week don't get off a team after one right. week. But Yeah, but this team has, has done it all year. They've looked good doing it. The only reason they're not at the top of the division is because of you know their ridiculous division that they're in. Uh, and then for NFC, I was going to agree with you on the Seahawks, but then I saw the Dallas Cowboys sitting there. And the Dallas Cowboys scare me at this point. That, that's a very that's a very good one. Angry Amari Cooper, yeah, is looking very good, and it's looking like I will owe him a full apology at the end of the year. Yeah, <laughs> I think you kind of owe him one. Now. I I start yeah I'll start with the NFC and and Keith's uh, Keith's got me on that one. The Cowboys are my pick. The the Cowboys something. I feel like the Titans are partially responsible for this. <laughs> All of a yeah. sudden, the Titans beat them on Monday night, and the Cowboys have had some sort of resurgence where. They're just not going to take shit from any team they face. AFC, I have to give the uh, the answer of the Kansas City Chiefs. How do you lose an all-star running back and not miss a fucking beat? Yeah. I mean, that's impressive to me. It, I think Mahomes is at that level and is playing at that level right now where you throw the shopping cart reference out there and he's going to try to put a he's going to, he's going to put a ball in it. The, the kids playing out of his fucking mind. It could even be those shopping mind. carts with the double layers that's like only can fit like a few was, things of meat. I was actually trying to and again I, I can't go down this road. I do in playoff matchups. I never fully understand it sometimes. I'm going to profess my ignorance, but I was trying to think of a scenario to where where if the Titans made it into the playoffs where they would have to end up with the Kansas City Chiefs, and I thought, that is not a rematch I want this year no, at no. all. Nah, definitely not. That <laughs> at all. That's a whole different yeah. ballgame. Yeah, yeah, no, that, yeah. they're on a different fucking plane of existence. Um, so out of that same same sort of situation, least dangerous team, what's the team you want to face in the playoffs? Do you want to start with me? Yeah. Zebo. Start with uh, Zebo. I think the least dangerous team in the playoffs for the AFC is the – Tennessee Titans, if they make it. <laughs> I, I really do. I Same. mean, when you look at the offense, us or the Steelers? Not the Broncos. Only, only one of us can – I don't think the Broncos are going to make it. Or Steve. the Dolphins. Well, okay. Uh, yeah, if, I guess we would assume if, that If the I think Broncos that the Dolphins are going to make it, then yes. If the for whatever reason the Steelers make it into the playoffs, either as a wild card or as AFC North, I think you could easily take them out. I, I think the Titans are the most likely wild card spot. I think that you want to draw them as a visitor matchup. And, and depending on who it is, we could win. I'm not saying that we couldn't win, but if I'm another team, I think that we are the one that you want to draw. Uh, between us and yes. the Chargers. Because the, the other wild card is the Chargers or the Chiefs. Yeah. Which one are you going to choose that you think is the weakest out of the whole AFC? No. Probably us. Yeah. Um, I'm concerned. I, I'm, I really wanted to pick the Patriots as, as part of this, as least. Don't get sucked in. I wanted to. They, they've done, they started off going downhill rapidly. 
They somehow turned it around, started going back up the hill, but now the fucking e-brake's gone out, and now they're just drifting back down the hill somehow. Um, but I think I'm going to agree. I think uh, you want to play you want to play the Dolphins, Broncos, and Titans. I think yeah. that's probably it. Yeah. I don't think Broncos are going to make it. No, listen, no. at there's, all. There's Dolphins no, could easily beat the Vikings, so who the fuck knows? So. Yeah, there's really not another point here I can make that you two haven't already made it. The Titans are who you want to face right now. They just yeah. are. Uh, I'll NF- face the Steelers. NFC, I'm not too sure if there's a team that I would want to face because I think the top six is a good top six. Um, if I had to choose, it would probably... I mean, I guess I'm going to choose the Vikings if if they make it in. That would be the team because aren't they still in? They're I guess still at this in point? in the current picture. Yeah. Um, man, the NFC is so bad this yeah. year. There's uh, six six. I think more. if you're in the top four, you're pretty safe. And I think if you're the Cowboys, the Rams, the Saints, and the um, Cowboys, Rams, Saints, who am I missing? Bears. Bears. I think you're in pretty safe company. I think if you're one of those four teams, I think you want to face the Bears. Yeah, I really. I, I would rather face the Bears there. I would rather but bet you, against but you Mitchell. But ha- you have to get to that NFC conference. I think. Yeah. Vikings. I just don't understand how yeah. you you fire an OC with a team that's twice playoff. Yeah, moves. you've got a very, guy very silly. You've got no OC, and you've got uh, Kirk Cousins. Who? Yeah. That's out of that list that we just named. Yeah. yeah, that's the Vikings. Sorry, that's bad radio. I was just shrugging as my response. We need he's just well, I mean, shrugs. <laughs> Zach needs uh, buttons on his iPad for every single thing. He needs buttons that's no, just yeah. like Keith is now shrugging. No, that's exactly Keith is shrugging. Shrugging. Shrug, shrug, shrug. Um, well let's real quick, let's put a minute on the board. What do you want to talk about now? My favorite color? Stop. Let's put a minute on the board because it I think is, I like periwinkle. We're not doing this. This Are is we not, not the segment. This is not the segment. I mean, it's a, it's a good color. No, I mean, it's got a no. great name. It is not a good color. What? Why is periwinkle not a good it's color? Periwinkle, periwinkle blue or cornflower blue? Is it cornflower, cornflower blue or cauliflower blue? blue? No, no, it's cornflower. Okay. Cornflower. Cauliflower is I know. Color. It's weird. I mean, that's what I thought, too. It's weird. I, I, learned, like I, said I learned that in, like, intro to web coding. <laughs> it's cornflower blue. It's what a, about sienna brown or Indian brown? You're right, Keith. We're not going down this road. <laughs> All right, well, Razzmatazz is still the best color name. Let's uh, do the Back to the Future Thursday Night Football recap from Wednesday that you're listening to on Friday, presented by Football and Other F-Words. And Thursday night's game will be, of course, the Chargers at the Chiefs. So let's tell everybody what they just saw. A minute well, on the clock, and let's go. Phillip Rivers went full Indiana Jones and took the heart out of Andy Reid and threw it 50 yards to Keenan Allen. While having a child. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was, was 11th. There were, there were at least 13 different children born that day. Yeah. And they all, all to Phillip Rivers. Yeah. And they all played on the defensive side of the ball for the Chargers. It was, it was what, really a fertile cool. son of a bitch. Yeah. It was, they had so many different rivers out on the field. It was yeah. just like Rivers 1, Rivers 2, Rivers 3, all the way up to like 15. All the way up to Rivers Phoenix. The <laughs> um, Patrick Mahomes at some point multiplied and cloned a ball using stem cell and threw with both hands 
two touchdown passes. It was Ryan Tannehill's stem cells, yeah. too. I can't yeah, believe the audacity of Fox that after uh, River scores three touchdowns that they decided to call the segment a River runs through it. Did y'all see what I did there? Yeah. Did you see it? It's, yeah, it's a movie. So and, and Kareem Hunt came back on the field very confused and then left after someone threw a lampshade at him. So Pete Prisco officially had to resign his job when Mahomes threw a no-look touchdown with his feet. Yeah. Well, that's time. Oh. What was the score? That was perfect. That was very good. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be 33-17 Chargers. Nobody sure. scores. The game is accounted for a submarine surfacing in the end zone, rolling the length of the field. It's not the first time, sadly. This it year. is One bound of these to times happen. It's going it to happen. It is bound to happen. If you are, if you subscribe to the multiverse theory, there is a universe out there right now to where a submarine is rolling the length of the football field. Do not argue with me. And to but be you honest, can slide into my DMs. We are in the midst of a else world's crossover on the Flash, Supergirl, and Arrow universe on the CW. Talking about multiverse, this could very well happen. Nobody's talking about the CW. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to talk about the fact. I don't want to talk about the CW. I would rather, instead of watching the CW, I'd rather subscribe to the fact that there is a is this submarine not the CW and other CW words? No, it is not. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, efforts. Uh, we appreciate you. Wait a minute. I thought we were doing beats and box scores. No, it's, no. it's not in the. We don't have no, Michael. There's nothing in the tube. We don't have Michael. Oh, okay. And you know my so lyrics. I'm so sorry that we no, don't have Michael not, anymore. No, it's not personal. It's that you know the lyrics I'm going to use this week. Oh, do I? Yeah. Michael is not here. We have a skeleton in his place. He cannot listen. Yeah. So. It's all right. I mean, I'm sorry that Michael sucks. Children, please. Please. Well, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. You're they're not just wrong, an asshole. Walter. You're just an asshole. Well, uh, thanks for listening, Efforts. We appreciate you guys listening. And uh, if you could please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, if you have not already, that would really help us out. Uh, it helps the podcast get found. And uh, visit our sponsors and uh, visit for the or visit uh, Music City Miracles for all your Titans analysis. You can tweet at us at, at Efforts Pod. Is there something else I'm forgetting? Well, tweet me tweet at, you. At, 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 at Efforts Pod. He got it out. And then you got tweet Lebowski at Mr. Lebowski. Yeah. Yep. And you all got tweet. It's all one word. At no Lebowski. underscore. And then you got to tweet Internet Keith. Yeah, I'm really active on there, so definitely Very hit me active. up. And then up you got to tweet uh, Mike Skeleton at, at Mike Skeleton, but there is an underscore between the skeleton and Mike's. Can we set up a Twitter yes. account called Music Skeleton Miracles? Yes. I'm working on it right <laughs> now. Yes, we should. I'm working on it right now. Do you even know how to use Twitter? Nope. Okay. Uh, we are football and other F words, and you've just been F'd. So what is Mike Skeleton Miracles going to start tweeting out? Boner jokes. Boner jokes. <laughs> We're going to have boner effects. Yeah. It's going to be great. You should just start now taking different pictures of the bones. Which bone this is, is this? This is a clavicle. <laughs> if you get it right, you'll get a For the Mill t shirt. Yeah. This is chatted. You just been chatted. With the road back to you, Keith. Uh, still a good joke. <laughs> Hello, you are listening to Simone de Rochefort, one of the hosts of the Polygon Show. It's a show all about the video games that you'll never have time to play. Brought to you by four friends who are just as passionate about food, soft drinks, and TV shows as we are about video games. 
Every Friday, we bring you a new hour of personal stories, like how we found the best way to play Yakuza Zero, or even what happens when you play so much Zelda that you hurt your hands and can't play games anymore. Above all, we just have a really good time talking about the games that we love. Check out the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcatcher. You can also find us at Polygon Show on Twitter and send a tweet to say hi. Thanks for listening.